I'm Lindsay McFarlane, and you are listening to the Be Daring Podcast, Episode 3, Feeling Your Feelings. Hey, welcome to the Be Daring Podcast. How do you heal from the struggles of life while at the same time creating an amazing life that you love? My name's Lindsay McFarlane, and I'm here to help you learn how to heal from pain, find your identity, love yourself, and create an amazing new life that you will love. Are you ready to be daring? Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back. And for those of you that have listened to my other couple podcasts, thank you so much. And Thank you, those of you that have rated it and reviewed it. It's just so helpful for the podcast to be able to see be seen by others. I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there, but when you do get ratings and reviews, it helps it to be seen by new people can find it. So I do appreciate that so much. Um, so today's podcast is on feeling our feelings And I had gone back and forth a lot trying to decide what to title this. You know, I went through, like, should I do feeling the hard things in life? Should I do a couple other things I went through? But I really came back to it really is learning how to feel our feelings. And I want to teach you why it's so important to feel our feelings and the effect that it can have on your life. Um. There's a few things about feelings that sometimes we relate our feelings and we look at them as a problem. But what I want you to see is that feelings are not actually a problem. (laughs) They, They actually can be looked at as a gift and as a way for us to see ourselves better and be more aware of ourselves. Um, A feeling really is just like a vibration in your body. If you think about it, think about maybe the last time you were embarrassed. Um, What did that feel like? You know, sometimes people will say, oh, I felt it in my heart. My heart raced. I got like my stomach got tight. I could feel my face get red and I can I could feel this fuzziness in me and So it's good to recognize our feelings and how they feel in us. And a feeling comes and goes. No feeling is ever final. And that's really good to remember too, especially because the hard feelings we feel in life can feel like they are just going to be there forever. And they're not. They come and go. Um, But if we resist those feelings, they stay with us. They don't just come and go. Um, Sometimes when these feelings come up, we don't even recognize what they are. And so we don't, if we don't recognize what they are, we don't really know how to deal with them. Um, An example for me, about 10 days ago or so, I had a couple of really bad days and it there w- wasn't really anything going wrong which was really weird and i just couldn't figure out why i just had these feelings coming up in me and 
what was happening. And I, because I know how important it is to feel my feelings, I kept trying to identify what is it that is creeping up in me. And I didn't handle it as healthily as I would want to, but I was self-aware and I did know that I needed to process through some of this hard emotion that was coming up. And honestly, it took me a couple days to really identify that I was kind of going back to this pattern that I had been through in the past with grief and loss and I had some of that come up again, and I knew that I needed to deal with it. But within those two days of trying to recognize that, I did some things that are very common when we have emotion come up that we don't want to feel. And one of those things is avoiding it. So sometimes we, what we do is we find something else to do. We eat food when we're not hungry. We, some people drink alcohol to not have to feel, and there's a lot of other things. Some people will shop. Um, There's lots of things that people do to avoid the emotion. And what happens is you're not dealing with the emotion, you're avoiding it, and it's still there. And so another thing that we can do is resist and that is just pushing it down, pushing it down. I, th- I think of like um, a good analogy to this is pushing a beach ball down under the water and just like pushing, pushing and resisting. And what happens to a beach ball when we try to push it down? We can't hold it down there forever. Sooner or later, it comes back up. And that kind of brings me to the next point of not processing emotion fine is when we resist it and we're pushing that beach ball down under the water, suddenly it pops up and that's where reaction comes in. So when we are resisting that emotion, we most likely start getting really reactive at times too. However, that comes up for us. Some people it is anger and yelling and some people, you know, may react to everyone around them. Some people may just be reacting to themselves, being hard on themselves. And it comes up in a lot of different ways. And so avoiding, resisting, and reacting are all very unhealthy ways to deal with emotion. And when I was having that bad couple of days, I knew that I was avoiding at times, like I was scrolling on my phone more than usual. Um, I was, I was resisting it because I didn't totally know what was coming up for me. And I did notice that I was much shorter. I was reacting to people around me. And I knew somewhere in me that I just wasn't processing this correctly. And I took a step back and I really thought about what was coming up for me. And that's when I got to the healthy place of processing that emotion. And when we can identify the emotion that's coming up for us, a healthy thing to do also is what are we thinking that is creating that emotion, right? What is it that 
we're thinking about that's creating that emotion. And is it possible to process through that emotion and get to a better place? So when I was having that couple bad days, when I got to the point where I could actually be self-aware and really see what I was feeling, um, I knew that I wanted to process it, right? And processing pain is really another way of just saying I'm choosing to feel these feelings. I'm choosing to feel it. I know it'll be more healthy for me. Um, The other option is to not feel the hard things or the pain or grief or loss or whatever you're feeling and have it remain there. Um, I got to the point where you know, I cried. I cried for a while and I just let it process through. And I tried to give myself compassion and know that it's okay to actually feel really hard things. And there's nothing wrong with me. There's, you know, I didn't blame myself. I didn't say you're weak or whatever. It's just, this is a part of life. This is a part of being a human being on this earth and going through hard things and sometimes emotion that you think is gone sometimes comes back up and we have to process through it again. When I'm helping my clients process through emotion or pain, I sometimes talk about it like a snowball. And if you think of a really big snowball, um, every time you process and emotion, that snowball is melting a little bit smaller, a little bit smaller, more feelings come up. And that snowball, again, is just a tiny bit smaller. And so each time um, you go through this pattern of processing that emotion or choosing to feel those feelings, you're shrinking that snowball and melting it down. And that snowball is kind of like your pain. So your pain starts out huge, right? And then as you process that emotion, that pain kind of melts off layers until you finally are to a place that that pain is almost non-existent. And that doesn't mean that it may not still come up at times. You may have triggers in your life, but... Once you have chosen to feel those feelings, you're going to become stronger and stronger each time. And a little bit more of that pain or grief will melt away. And I was kind of thinking about this the other day and processing through emotion and becoming stronger and becoming better. And I thought this is kind of like the process of becoming becoming the person that we want to be. And I loved thinking about it that way. Like this is a process of becoming, becoming stronger, becoming better, becoming um, a better parent, a better spouse, a better sister, friend. And it sounds kind of crazy. Like how does that all relate to my feelings? But it does. Any time that we resist feeling something or keep pushing it down, keep pushing it down, that affects everything in our life all the time because it's still there and we carry it. And sometimes we create shame around it and we hide it and we 
um, start living our life in an unhealthy pattern with that emotion. So when we're able to process through it, it's just so much healthier for you. I want you to think about if you are a parent or if you've ever been around a toddler, anything like that, you know that toddlers are tantrum throwers. Most toddlers throw tantrums. So from probably age like two to four, those are toddler tantrum years is what I remember. And a couple of my kids threw more tantrums than others. But if you think about yourself in that way, and when emotion comes up, sometimes it feels unbearable. Sometimes it feels like you're going to burst, almost like a toddler. And sometimes we even judge ourselves for it. Like, this is ridiculous. Why would I even feel this way? Why am I thinking this? Um, one thing that I want you to remember is that when we're processing emotion or when feelings come up and random thoughts, these thoughts, we don't need to believe them all the time. Sometimes they just aren't true. And especially when we're in the throes of what I call like an emotional tantrum, kind of like a toddler, the thoughts and the things that are going on in our mind are not actual reality to what our life is. And so I, I want you to, when they, these things come up in, within you, do not judge yourself. Just be aware, be aware that some of these thoughts I'm creating and going through may not even be reality, but may be something that are just coming up because it's almost like the inner toddler in you like throwing this fit and it's okay to think and go through that but to be self-aware enough to know that a lot of these thoughts processing through are not reality they're not the truth of who you are or what is happening Um, it's just something that we have to learn to process through and accept and One other example in my life that I can remember, and this actually was before I discovered coaching. And when I had gone through um, a divorce about three and a half years ago, you know, there's a lot of grief that goes with that type of thing. And I went to several therapists. I found a couple that I really liked and others that I just didn't totally click with. And so I knew enough about emotion that I, I knew that I could be like, my mind was making, can make things up enough that are not reality. And this story I think of often when I have a lot of anxiety or feelings I know are not, um, are, making a situation almost bigger than it is. And so when I was dating my husband, Rob, um, I would have so many days where I would just get full of anxiety again, because I knew that this guy was just this great guy. And we got along so well, and everything just seemed great. And then I would just have a day where I would have so much emotion come up in me, anxiety and fear, almost 
paralyzing fear of what my future would hold and remarrying. And because I was aware, I was able to get through that and I was able to process through it and I was able to know my mind is lying to me. (laughs) And so I could see like the lies of fear in there and anxiety that um, I still knew that all was well and I was okay, but I just knew that changes were happening in my life, right? I had um, gotten very used to being independent on my own and now I'm involving someone new and we're starting to talk about getting married and all these things, right? And um, we never know what's going to trigger us. And so... It's good to remember that not we're all so different. We all handle emotion different. We all handle anxiety different. And sometimes that fear is going to come up that feels paralyzing. And But we don't have to believe what is in our mind and what is creating that fear in us. And we can process through it and then really see what reality is. And just know when you're in those places that you will get through it. And I did get through it. You know, Rob and I dated and he was the most patient person ever with me. And I didn't realize that I was going to go through that, you know, like I didn't realize that I was going to have days of just fear and anxiety. And this was leading up to like when we got engaged and then got married and I I knew realistically that I was fine and all, I was okay, but there were days where I couldn't control my emotion on that. And one thing that I have learned is to not be afraid of hard, painful emotions and feelings that come up. And that's what I want you to get out of this is that having feelings that aren't fun (laughs) is okay. It's okay to have those there. It's not really a problem. Um, We always look at like hard, painful feelings as a problem. And that's when we avoid and react and do all of these things that are not healthy. And so if you can really be aware that it's really not a problem, I can process through this emotion, I will get through it, feelings come and go, they're never permanent, then you can get to the other side. And I have seen so many of my clients succeed at this. Once they've been taught the tools to handle their their emotion and not be afraid of it, their lives, I've seen lives completely change within a month once they're willing to go to that hard place and feel those hard things. And I just love seeing that with my clients. I just love it. Um, All the women that I've been able to work with are just amazing people and I know all of you out there are just as amazing, and I hope that this can help you somehow. I just love life coaching for this reason. I love being able to help women get through this, and I know that 
so many of you are in some really difficult situations in life. We all have our different difficulties and most all of these though, we have to learn to process through that tough emotion. And so I hope all of you have a great week and hopefully this has helped you and you've learned something from it. If you have ever been curious about life coaching or are interested in it, I do one-on-one coaching and you can find me at lindsaymcfarland.org. You can find me on Instagram. It's lindsaymcfarlandcoaching with an underscore at the end and you can DM me, you can email me and I'd love to be your coach. Let's do this.